VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! And welcome to Kim and Cat. Stay alive. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And then we're going to play a game to see if Ketrin can stay alive. (laughs) I'm Ketrin. I'm Kim. Um, hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Nice to see you. Good to see you as well. Uh, I have a new flavor of hard seltzer that I'm very excited about. It is Coconut pineapple. Sounds fucking delicious. It's already my favorite. Gina holes mm-hmm. out. Mm. Tits up. Click. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Had a week. Uh, <laughs> it was a bit much. <laughs> I know. In a, in a personal way. <laughs> Um, yeah but all is good uh got a little dramatic for a little bit there Um, I mean everything is garbage so it's just (laughs) you know it's just another intricate intricate twine (laughs) in the the dumpster fire of life (laughs) Kim I really feel like you're struggling with the word intricate for two weeks in a row now and I just wanted to know if you needed to talk about it I, I didn't need to talk about it, but do you? <laughs> well, I just think it's something maybe you could work on for this week. The word intricate. Intricate. Yeah, you did got I it, girl. it up last week, too? You did for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because my little tongue gets so nervous the second we hit record. It's like I can speak and then we hit record and I fucking shit the bed (laughs) actually I think it was two weeks ago but yes it was whenever I talked about an intricate dumpster fire feels like every week I don't know yeah uh what is time uh so what are we doing today Bernsey what's happening Um, what should we talk about what should we talk about I have uh some uh uh recommendations for people which we said we were gonna start doing if you would like to hear yeah okay I'm going to give one recommendation this week, uh, which is the podcast 1619. I started listening to it. Fucking it, learn. I, le- I only listened like to one episode so far and I learned so much. It's incredible. It's it's incredible and harrowing and so well done and so well produced. Um, there Did you guys is... know that there was something originally written into the Declaration of Independence about slavery and yeah. it being bad and yeah. not doing it? Yeah. And then yeah. they took it out because the greedy motherfuckers wanted money? Yeah. Blew because my face it's... off. 
if you base an entire economy on the enslavement of humans, when that system crumbles, so does the economy. So you're all fucking idiots for doing it in the first place. Uh, but yeah, go listen to it. 1619, incredible production. Um, so well-researched and informative and awesome. So, yeah. Uh, I don't have to just recommend. I was just going to share like all the things I've been watching and listening. So 1619 was one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wa- Okay. So they vary in different um, depths of like making you cry. <laughs> mm. Sure, <laughs> sure. Some even making you laugh. So that's good. And I feel like that's a good way to like base the information, you know, kind of you got to you got to take care of yourself a little bit when you're consuming it all. And some is more documentary. Some is more like dramatized, you know, things. Um, totally. So I like to mix all of those things up. Um, okay. So a great dramatized one is American Son. Um, but that's the Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington, one? who's a fucking queen. Okay. Um, but fucking bring the tissues for that one. Mm, okay. Um this documentary I cannot fucking recommend enough the time um time the Khalif Browder story. I think it's on Netflix. Um fucking good and difficult. D- difficult, <laughs> but so much so informative. Just wow. Um what else? Uh I just started watching Watchmen, the series. Yes, it's so fucking um, good, Queen. I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know. I just thought it was like a fucking um, superhero superhero show. thing. So I was like, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but like you, you were like, I told you it was good, and I was like, but you do that with every superhero thing because Eric makes you watch it, and then you're like, turns out it's really good, and I'm like, I believe that it's really good. I'm never going to push play on it. Sure, if someone sure. puts it on in front of me, I'm sure I'll like it. But like, sure. it's not for me. Um, but you didn't tell me what it was actually about and what was going on in it and how like serious the stuff was like that. I was never informed about because I was confused when it was like, it's free right now because of black lives matter. And, um, I didn't know why I was like, what does that have to do with that? I didn't even know they related. So that I didn't know at all. I just can't fucking believe that there was an entire massacre of a neighborhood in Tulsa that we were just never taught about. And the only reason that people know about it or so many people know about it right now is because of a fucking TV show, a fictionalized superhero TV show is the only reason we know about this hugely historical event. Yeah. It's the only reason I know I about it. I actually did know about the the Black Wall Street fire and well, everything. Um Yeah before but I just I didn't know the show was about that yeah. but are involved that but um yeah so good um another documentary I started is like about Malcolm X and like who murdered him I'm not through that yet um I think okay. that's on Netflix too um one that I is good for like information but also or just not really information but it's like interesting and um but kind of funny so it's called hate thy neighbor on oh. hulu i think um and it's jamali i forget his last name but he's a comedian he's like a stand up um and so he like goes and he's like so wonderful so i think he's half black half white he's also like british um but also like has a big beard so he like goes into these like racist spaces basically and he's like 
like obviously he's like no one knows what the fuck I am you know what I mean like so they don't know if he's Muslim they don't know like you know no one like really knows but he's just delightful like fucking delightful and genuinely talks to everyone like he literally like hangs out with fucking white supremacists for like a week to be like so what's this all about like what tell me tell me your deal like wow. what's what's going on here? But like, Bless and then him. we'll go to like all Bless different him. kinds of things, um, and like around the world and just different stuff. It's super fucking interesting because he just really sits and talks to people, um, and it's interesting to see like kind of where their hate comes from a lot. Wow, um, wow. But then he'll do like a little bit of stand up throughout too, like about it. So like it it kind of like makes it palatable in a weird way it, it release gives you a, a a quick tension release every so often right, right yeah. yeah so that was, uh, i haven't heard of this one at all can you say what it's called again hate thy neighbor hate thy neighbor okay and you think it's on like hulu or something i'll find it, it that one's on hulu yeah okay um cool. i feel like there's a bunch more because i've just been like try to we'll watch at least one thing a day but those are the ones i've been hitting up lately we'll um, save them for next week so that we can carry it on yeah. I uh do you have anything else to share about your life? Um nothing about my I mean it's all the same just you know can can you guys please wear a mask? Please 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 wear a mask. I know that things are opening up because we have a too big to fail economy. Please wear a mask. Don't let people tell you that you're breathing in your own CO2 when you wear a mask. <laughs> not true please 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 wear a mask I don't want to be in my apartment for the rest of my life and you guys are fucking my shit up not you guys but you know who you are if (laughs) if you are yeah it's not that difficult just wear a mask there there are even cute ones there's fashionable ones I have two fashionable masks coming to me right now I'm able to express myself through my mask there's you been know? people who've been wearing masks for their entirety of their jobs for a very mm-hmm. long time for many yeah. hours at a time yeah yeah it's cool you can do so, it to wear to go to Walmart if 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 wearing a mask meant that you were breathing in your own co2 and were going to get that <laughs> weird lack of oxygen Doctor, disease then doctors, doctors doing it they would be dead what about Surgeons. a doctor doing a 14 hour surgery dead you fucking idiots like jesus christ uh <laughs> so i guess that's what's going on is just rage at cool. humanity so hoping to get a little rage out today um I've got no rage for you but um I wasn't sure what to share about my (laughs) I'm still talking to the same person uh that I've been talking to since the beginning of quarantine um E as I sometimes refer to him I know I haven't like talked about dating as much mostly because we still haven't met yet um it's in the works Kim real quick why haven't you met what is the reason that you haven't met for caution reasons for COVID-19 cautious reasons can you just walk us great 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 yeah great so you're being what is what's the word I'm looking for um responsible and science-based that's what it was okay cool continue (laughs) um so yeah and I uh, I don't want to share too much but like well, now you got to like, give us something like I've just learned so much. And I know I've talked about this book before, but I cannot express enough that if like you listen to our podcast 
and relate to anything that I say regarding dating or like how I react to dating or like just feel that like you're dating a lot and like feel like you're hitting your head against a brick wall, I cannot recommend this book attached like enough. Um, and it's about like the science of like a, the new science of attachment styles or something like that. So there's three and it's like anxious, avoidant and secure. And like, I just have learned so much and this relationship has helped me so much like to grow. It's crazy. And I, I just mean, it's realized, been an incredible journey to watch even yeah, from my seats. I also just realized like how conditioned I am to like immediately believe that things are going in a bad direction because I have an anxious attachment style and therefore I'm attracted to avoidant attachment styles, which is 90% of everyone I've ever dated, maybe 99, honestly. Um, yeah. And maybe 100, who knows, like to be real. Yeah. I kind of um, can't think of anyone that you've dated that wasn't, that. I mean, even people that I love very, very I much, know. I'm like, now, nah, bitch, they were, they was avoiding. Okay. <laughs> so like, because of that, anytime I would exp- like express anything that I needed, even, even the tiniest way, like I would never even really put it out there what I needed and, or fell and they would immediately either push me away or they would pull away. And it just like continues over and over again in a cycle until they end things with me. And so I was like, so afraid to really say what, like what I need in a relationship and how I feel. And, um, you know, I just, and I, I, it happens now even where it's like, I'll do it a little bit and then, or I've been doing it actually like much more than ever. And like, but I get so scared that like, he's immediately going to come back with like, goodbye. Yeah. Um, and so it's been wonderful that like, we can have like real conversations and I can talk about like, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's just something I haven't really experienced in a really long time. Um, cause he has a can- secure attachment style. So like we can just discuss things, but the book explains everything. Like it's especially good for my attachment style for anxious, but like, it'd be good for everyone to just even know who else you're dealing with and like how to deal with them. And uh, yeah. And it even helps you with like effectively communicating. And it's just been it fucking changed my life. I'm not going to lie. Like it's been a game changer. Can I uh, make your personal experience about me for a second? Uh, you know, like, like I do. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this book, I've learned a bunch of stuff about Kim as well. That like has been really fun. Just like, looking back on past reactions now knowing what you were struggling with which you also didn't know you were struggling with like has put like a new um light on previous interactions and one of the things that there used to be like a thing with was Eric and I are like very expressive very emotional neither of us have any problem like like saying to the other person like what the fuck you're pissing me off or whatever because we have a a trust in our own communication uh what would happen when Kim was driving in the car with us is we would get bickery and to Eric and I it was like a zero but I would notice Kim's energy would change and it was making her uncomfortable in some way which I was just kind of like I don't I don't understand I don't understand I didn't understand why you didn't see that it was like a zero on our threshold Mm -hmm. until you started learning about this book where you were like, now I know that like a 
fight or or communication that was uncomfortable meant something different to you than it did to me. Yeah. And I just thought that was like such an interesting thing. Anytime things got uncomfortable with people I've dated, they would just pull away. It's also due to like abandonment stuff and like um, emotionally abusive people in my life. So like of course, my my people that I learned from of relationships. um, Yeah. Like when they would fight, it would be unhealthy so yeah yeah um so it's a lot it's a lot like that is specific to me but yeah um that was definitely like a learning experience to be like okay so like we can just like discuss things that are are uncomfortable or even kind of fight a little bit yeah and and it doesn't mean it's the end of the relationship right truly never experienced it (laughs) yeah yeah so I'm very proud of you and I think that you did a great fucking job this week, bitch. Thank you. It was You're welcome. Um, I also still need to find a job. Um, if anyone, if anyone there, has a job, <laughs> works in the entertainment industry, um, I'm leaving the restaurant biz. Uh, I think right now I'm looking for executive assistant, like at like a media company. Cheers guys, to that, uh, Queen. Let's not let that go. Cheers to that. Cheers. Getting out of the restaurant biz. You deserve it. Hell yeah. Um, so I don't really know what to do exactly. Um, but that's what I'm looking at right now, like a media or entertainment company executive assistant. Um, and then kind of see if I find something awesome or grow from there or whatever. Um, I've been applying to some things like if worse comes to worse, I might just have to be executive assistant at like a not entertainment company, which we'll see. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like I would be great at that. And it'd be a good place to start in the world. So <laughs> we'll see. You're you're my fucking executive assistant slash boss. So uh, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, can I've run vouch. multiple businesses. So <laughs> I think yeah. I'd be a great assistant. Yeah, you'd be great. So Kim, you know how you really want the taste of hot sauce, but you're a big, huge, giant wuss. <laughs> I do. I found a hot sauce. You for did? You. What is it? El Yucateco hot sauce. It is called a hot sauce for everyone, Ooh. even Kim. Here's why you can handle it. So they focus on flavor, not heat. And also, it's non vinegar based, which you're also a wuss about. <laughs> this is made for me. They use the whole fruit of the pepper non-vinegar base and then they also don't use the capsaicin extract which is the thing that burns your mouth off they have five different habanero based sauces you can do the jalapeno that's the least hot then it goes to chipotle then red then caribbean then green then black then triple x hot baby That's for you because you like to sweat while you eat. I do. I do really like to sweat while I'm eating. So, yeah, give it a shot. Cool. I guess I'll go to www.shopelyucateco.com. That's shop, E-L-Y-U-C-A-T-E-C-O.com. Hashtag king of flavor. Go try the hot sauce for everyone, even Kim. Well, shall we hear about a movie yeah, that you're you going to, to tell me? I do want to hear about it. Please tell me. I'm fucking buzzing, mate. Fucking buzzing to tell you this movie. I'm tell so me. excited. Um, do you know what it is? Uh, did you release a clue today for this one? Yes. 
I have a guess, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, isn't there a movie called Final Girls? Yes. Is that is that what you did? Yeah. So this Yay! was picked by our patrons. Cool. Um, and I'm so excited. Let's hear it. Okay. Do we do more things? <laughs> every time we, it's like we've only done this 97 times before. I know. And then it's every time I'm crazy. like, do we miss a thing? Yeah, we're still new. <laughs> okay. Dead or alive? Nancy. Ooh, uh, alive. Max. Dead. Chris. Ooh, these gender non-specific names are throwing me off. Uh, Chris, boy or girl? Boy. Dead. Vicky. Alive. Gertie. Gertie? <laughs> Gertie is a girl. Gertie? 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 Uh, I'm assuming it's short for Gertrude, but like I, they didn't specify. No, that also doesn't help. Uh, <laughs> sorry to all the Gertrudes out there. Wow. Um, Ketron just offended half our audience. <laughs> half of our audience is named Gertrude. That makes me laugh. She's dead. Duncan. Duncan? Duncan! Wow, <laughs> Ketrin is name-shaming like a motherfucker right now. Dead. Dunked. Kurt. Oh, I like that name. Dead. Tina. Alive. Paula. Dead. Blake. Boink? <laughs> Blake. Blake. Okay. No, that. <laughs> Guys, we're still recording over, over the computer. It doesn't always come through clear. Dead. <laughs> okay. Boink. <laughs> boink. <laughs> I'll call him boink. Okay. Let me find my first page because I wrote that on me last page because I forgot I had to do it. And my book weighs 500 pounds. It's a five <laughs> subject notebook. <laughs> okay. Still going. Here we are. The final girls. Okay. All right. So, um, fucking everyone in this is like, recognizable um oh shit for the most part but um this was in 2015 I never fucking heard of this thing I don't know like did it not go to theaters or something like I don't never fucking crossed my path but I knew nothing about it I literally only knew the clue because I've heard you talk about this movie before and it's been on our list but like I literally know nothing about it I've never seen anything about it it's a goddamn gem here we go Okay. We start with. That was good. Thank you. That was good. What did I think it was? Well, that was uh, the sequel. Yeah. It changes. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Um, so we start with basically it's a movie trailer and it looks like an 80s summer camp. And it says, welcome to Camp Wingfield. I couldn't understand what it was said, but uh, 
Camp Camp something where romance and sun can turn deadly. And we see people like kissing in the woods. Um, There's camp counselors. It's like 80s, 80s, 80s. Everyone's excited. They're dancing. Evil lurks around any corner. Any moment, Billy can strike. And there's like a girl in her underwear and she opens the freezer and there's a boy's head inside. (gasps) No. And then it's like kills and people screaming and and then there's like a guy in a mask with a machete sound familiar it does Uh, i've heard this before they won't be singing kumbaya they'll be screaming kumbaya no oh you can can see whoever yeah they they need to see that out yeah camp bloodbath and then at the end it's like this girl who's like you just messed with the wrong virgin. <laughs> Good one. So then we kind of zoom out and we see that it's like a teenage girl um, sitting in the passenger seat of a car and she's watching it on her phone. And so she's like present day. Okay. Um, the girl is, uh, she's in all the American horror stories. Um, white girl, oh, blonde hair. Formiga. Um, uh, Formiga. Yes. Vera's like little sister. Yeah. Taisa? Taisa? Mm-hmm. Tessa Formiga. Tessa. I think it's pronounced Tessa. It's T-A-I-S-S-A, right? Yeah. Tessa Formisa, Formiga. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. So that's her. And in front of her on the floor is a box of headshots. And the picture is of one of the, like an older version, basically, of one of the girls from the 80s movie that was like in the Camp Bloodbath movie, the trailer we just watched. Okay. Um, it's Malin Ackerman. Oh, yeah. You know her? I love mm-hmm. her. Yeah, so she's good. in the she's in the movie Watchmen. Ah, mm-hmm. what's that about? Same thing, different. Uh, it's about uh Captain Manhattan. It's about Rorschach, but it's a complete departure. It's it's um a pared down version of like the graphic novel. So it's the movie version of the graphic novel. It's not about racism it's not about it's it's not about the tulsa massacre it's not about that it is a true superhero movie and not for you great good to know but you so, do get to see big giant blue dong in it uh, huge uh, giant blue billy crudup dong billy crudup yeah major dong is that who i know that's the other billy no billy crudup you know from almost famous no, Billy uh, from Ladder 49. That is different Billy. That's Billy Burke. Billy Burke. Not in this movie. Billy Crudup is the lead singer in Almost Famous. That's okay. how you know him. Yeah. Billy Burke I hung out with with Joaquin Phoenix when I was an extra in Ladder 49 in Baltimore. Yes, you um, did. So, Madeline Ackerman's on the headshots. Um, and... So Tyson, for me, her name is Max. So Got Max it. picks up one of the headshots and looks at the resume on the back, and it says, like, Camp Bloodbath on there, along with Chopping Mall and some other things. Oh. And then we cut to mom, her mom, who's Malin, um, kind of walking towards her, looking a little dejected, smoking a cigarette. Eesh. She gets in the car, and mom says, well, they'll let me know. I know. Oh, God. I just want to take a depression nap now. It cuts deep to us, our little actress souls. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> Max is like, you know, you're too good for this crap, right? And <laughs> mom is like, the casting director said she recognized me. And I was like, oh my gosh, great. Like, was it from like my amazing, like deep arc on CSI, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, no, Camp Bloodbath, right? Yeah. And mom's just like, that was 20 years ago. Like, am I never going to live this down? She's like, Aww. you know, if you ever become an actor, never do a slasher flick. and max is like you'd never catch me in a movie you're the actress and mom goes damn straight and i'm no actress i'm a movie star but like in a cute cute, like they're they have like the cutest mother-daughter relationship like i love so sweet they both like laugh and then mom's like mel's and so they go to like mel's diner to get like um, mel's diner uh to get like milkshakes love it so they're driving to mel's and um, Max is like looking at bills being like, we owe this much to electricity, da, 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 da. And mom like ignores it. And she starts talking about a guy that she's been dating and how he said he wants to be exclusive, but he's like not acting like it, you know? Um, oh, God. And Max is like, yeah, he's, oh, Max said he said that, but he doesn't act like it. And mom is like, man, you must think I'm a total zero. And Max is like, screw him. And she kind of goes back to the bills. And so like mom like throws them out. The, she like grabs them from her and throws them out the window. Um, And then on the radio, she's like, I mean, you oh my still got to pay those. You still got to pay those. <laughs> you still got to pay those. They don't go away. Uh, she's like, mom's like, oh my gosh, it's our song. And Max is like, we need to figure this out. But the song starts playing. really glad that you let it keep playing because it was driving me insane that I knew the song but couldn't place it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's Betty Davis eyes and mom starts kind of like lip syncing and dancing like a little bit, you know, and Max is like, you're such a dork. And mom is like, you know, everything in my life I got wrong, but you, I got right. Oh my gosh. She says, I love you. And then she turns up the radio and they both kind of start like dancing and lip syncing a little bit. And it's like so fucking cute. Adorable. And then Max like accidentally like spills her milkshake and it falls all over the headshots in the front seat. And mom is like, Max, those are really expensive. Bam! They're hit by a car and their car flips over and over and over and over again. No. And lands on the roof. Lands on the roof of the car of itself, not on the roof of a house. Got it. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> on the street, roof of the car, uh. upside down. Does Got that make it. more sense? Yes. Great. <laughs> Title card, The Final Girls. Got it. Title card, Three Years Later. Okay. Alarm clock is going off, but it's kind of like distant, you know? And we see Max is asleep in bed, um, 
like the sun is out though and it says 216 on the clock so it's like p.m that she's like waking up um and she kind of it's just feels like very like numb and like distant kind of she takes like a shower and then she has a little tv in her room and she's like watching a video of her and her mom dancing like when she was like a little kid oh god and then her aunt calls for her cut to her max and maybe from arrested development Aaliyah Shawcat. yes I didn't know she was fucking in this yes she is Gertie 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 baby maybe Gertie (laughs) (laughs) so they're in the car and they're talking about this guy Chris apparently wanted to study with Max and Gertie's like well how did he say it like you know was he like come study with me or yeah. like, come study with me you know because you know he broke up with vicky last week fucking vicky and she's like devastated and blah 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 on social media um and so now they are at a diner and they're sitting at a table with like this hot guy who is chris who i guess i think he was in hunger games but i guess he's in the show vikings so i don't really watch that mm. but yeah i don't watch that um but he was in hunger games and um he has like all the it's for her classics class so they're talking about um mythology is that yeah is that yeah the thing mythology. i'm thinking of yeah yeah like he tells Greek like a whole story yeah 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 so he t- yeah. he's talking about like um i think like persephone or something like that um which i'm sure is meaningful to the movie but i didn't feel like writing it all down but sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> go watch it it's great um so he uh but he's like so cute and so sweet you know where he's like okay so he's like explaining everything to her because she's failing basically and then Duncan comes in and this is um Thomas is it Middle Ditch or something he's yeah Thomas Middle Ditch from Silicon Silicon Valley. Valley yes okay so he comes in and he has this flyer with him and it says uh, it's a horror classics double feature, Camp Bloodbath and Camp Bloodbath 2. Oh. And so he comes in and he's like, oh, my gosh, he wants Max to come because the bathmaticians would be so excited if she showed the up. Bathmaticians. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, wait. Side note. Uh, yes. Thomas Middleditch, I don't know if I've ever gotten to take you because the timings never worked out, but you know that Thomas Middleditch does uh, improv Shakespeare, right? I, I've seen Improv Shakespeare. You have uh, seen Improv Shakespeare. Can't remember if he was in it or not. Why have we not seen it together? I think we did see it together. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I remember. Think it was, um, I think it was a triple date, except I was a fifth wheel, I believe, if I recall correctly. Okay, like so you were there. Me and you, I think Maya and Jesse. And Jesse? Okay, no, that is ringing a bell. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, and then me my just point is- holding up the rear right in the middle hey guys i'm here too what (laughs) i will say that so if obviously not now because we're in a global pandemic please don't go to public spaces uh but improv shakespeare oh my god it's amazing even maybe they do it online now probably i hope so even if you're not a fan of shakespeare or improv I am telling you to disregard those two facts about yourself. 100%. Go watch this somehow. Truly one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life. Like to ever seen. 
I am ever the pentameter. Improvily is is mind blowing and make it funny and make it, sense on top of it. It's it's it's. Oh, it blows your face off. We will never ever be able to express to you how impressive this is. So, like, I, just we'll just up. stop here. But go look it up. Yes. So, fucking Thomas Middle McShakespeare is there. He's a bathmatician. He's a he- I think he's the head of the bathmaticians. And he was okay. like, oh, my God, they were so excited when I told them my sister's best friend is the daughter of, of Malin Ackerman. Right. And then maybe is like stepsister. <laughs> and Duncan okay. is like, you know, when and so this whole thing is very quirky, cheesy, funny, like dee, 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 like it's all banter, 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 banter. Right. The whole movie. Um, like it's very fun. And Duncan is like, you know, when dad told me that I was going to get a sister, I cried, but not like this. <laughs> I didn't want it to be like this. And then she like blows like a straw wrapper at his face. Cute. So he's like obsessed with Camp Bloodbath and like talks all about it and what it is. And, you know, basically, uh, Max's mom gives up her flower to a dumb jock and then Billy Murphy comes and chops her up. Okay. Got and it. so Max like gets up and starts to leave because the mm. fuck, because he really wants her to come to like to the special double showing or whatever. Yeah, but and yeah, okay. She starts to leave and he's like, turns to her and he's like, "I'll do all of your classics assignments for the rest of the year. I know that you're failing. Don't you want to graduate?" Thomas uh, Middle Shakespeare, dude, read the room. Cut read to the room. Max standing outside the movie theater at night. Oh, man. Maybe comes up and is like, yeah. And then she's like, she's all talking about how Chris was like oogling her earlier today and like so cute and stuff. And then Chris Chris is hunger. Chris is hunger. Hunger games. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Hot Chris. So hot Chris walks up then and it's just so sweet because they're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. I I thought you maybe you would want some moral support. Um, cute, like very genuine. And he's like, but I don't, I don't have to, you know, I could go, you know, and they're like, no, 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 we're, we're happy you're here. And baby's like, I'm going to go inside and get some popcorn. So now like Max and Chris have a little moment and they like look at the poster outside of the movie and her mom is on it, you know, and he's like, wow, she was gorgeous. Um, but I guess this is like a, maybe like a cool way to like honor her memory, you know? Yeah. And then Max tells him that today is the anniversary of her death. Ouch, 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 ouch. And he says, I, I don't know what to say. And she says, me neither. Mm, God. So I just like loved that interaction and like yeah. that writing for some reason. Like I thought that was just really kind of sweet and genuine. I also um, really appreciate like through grief when people say, I don't know what to say. Or I can't imagine what you're feeling or there are no words because it's like what I've learned that that's like the best thing to put into a sympathy card where it's just like, don't try to, don't try to say that, you know what they're going through because you don't. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I just like, I love that. I thought it was really real. And, but Max was like, I mean, at least I got to see her, even if she is being chased by a psychopath with a machete. Oh my God. So wow. at this point, a car pulls up and it's like honk honk, and there's like a girl in the passenger seat that's like 
super high energy and she's like hey oh my gosh hi what are you guys doing here oh this this is tyson tyson he's so funny he's so funny <laughs> and she's this just like the fucking vicky bitch isn't it? this is the ex yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, he just wanted to come. Normally not my thing, whatever. Da, da, da. And and um, hot Chris is like, uh, you mean like you didn't see it like on my social media or something? And she's like, I don't follow you on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> but she's totally just like, you know, showing Vicky off. Vicky fucking laughing. follows him on Twitter. Yeah, she, she also, does. Uh, she also has a fake Instagram account to stalk him with abandon. I'm telling you that right fucking now. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, of course not. No, so, none of us do that. So inside, now they're kind of all standing together. So Vicky is talking to them, just being like about her college applications. She's like, you know, I mean, like my safety schools, like Stanford and like Cornell or something. And then she's like, I couldn't have been able to do it without this and has like a whole like container of um, Adderall and like pops an Adderall. <laughs> sure. Sure. And they're like, where's uh, fucking Tyson or whatever? And she's like, oh, I don't know. He just got like super sick, super fast. <laughs> and Baby was like, ooh, I hate the super sick, super fast thing. <laughs> Bitch is bad at this. Like, she's not good at this at all. But Vicky says to Max, like, she's like, are they doing this because of like, it's like the anniversary of your mom? And like, Max is like, oh, wow, I, like, you remember She's like, of course. So there's like something there a little. Um, and Chris is so cute. He's like, um, Max, I can go get us popcorn. Like, actually, like maybe I could, I'll get candy with it too. And then we can put it into the popcorn and then each handful, we never know what we're going to get. And it's like very cute. And then Vicky is like, um, Chris, you're a gem. Yeah. <laughs> can you please turn your phone off while we're recording, Ketrin? I'm so sorry. It's my reminder to drink water. So let me take a swig of my Bon Viv. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad you had that reminder to make you drink your water. Yep. Bivater. <laughs> so, um, and then Vicky's like, yeah, can you get me popcorn too? You know how I like it. Like, get it, no butter, dump half of it in the trash. So that, you know what? I'll just come with you. So like they go together <laughs> and maybe Gertie no is like in the trash. <laughs> like everyone in this movie is like very specific characters you know I love it and they get even more once we go on so maybe Gertie is like she's the worst I can't believe you used to be friends with her to Max oh okay so they clearly like used to be friends um now Duncan McShakespeare comes and is like hailing Max for being there and he's like, oh, I'm just so excited. And he's like, you're going to um, come up for the Q&A after? And she's like, no. And he's like, okay, I'll put you down as maybe. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, and he goes God. back to like the giant life-size poster and like holds his hands up with like the machetes the way like the, the poster is. And he's just like, <laughs> like so excited. And then oh, like turns wow. to go back into the theater and like trips over the velvet rope pole things. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> buddy, buddy. So he's just fucking buzzing. Yeah. Buzzing, mate. <laughs> so now Why did in- he have an Australian accent just then? What? Why did you give him an Australian accent just then? Well, I was I was giving myself a British accent, but clearly none of it came through. <laughs> I was is speaking he- about him. I wasn't being Is he him. British in your mind? Is he British in this movie? No, I've been watching a lot of British Love Island recently though. Yeah. Um I, I knew there was something up because In you've been sorrow. using the word proper a lot. Yeah. 
proper mate, bruv, buzzing. Yeah. Gotta... Oh, bruv. Oh, that wasn't a typo in the text you sent me. Love okay, it. a lot of things are making sense now. <laughs> did I text that to you? You did. I've had a lot of questions. I thought it was a typo. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say bro. I also have been really taken aback by the amount of times you've used the word proper in conversations with me. Uh, but now a lot, of, it's all coming together. It's all coming together. You know, I had a tough week and Love Island just like brings a smile to my face. So I just, it's just, just put it on Hey, in my apartment and it's just there. It's just there. It's my only friend right now. Okay. Just yeah. it. Just no, no, no. It, we got to do what we got to do. No judgment. I just, I had some questions and they've been answered. So here we go. It's proper. Bloody right. <laughs> Bloody right, mate. <laughs> okay, bruv. So we're inside the theater now. Mm-hmm. And the movie starts and the crowd cheers. And the movie starts with like kind of a, a little wooded road. And this yellow VW bus starts driving through the woods towards us. And it's playing, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You'll blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. So inside the bus driving is Kurt, who is Adam Devine? Devine? Adam Devine. (laughs) Correct. From (laughs) Workaholics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Um, And also uh, Pitch Perfect. Sure. Great. And honestly, we're nailing the movie game for how many for how much we've done so far like usually we're very bad at this game so <laughs> so we're bad at 100 percent so far yeah Ooh, i hope i didn't just jinx it there's not you, many people left. you did okay in the passenger seat is tina who's played by angela timber who i actually know from acting class a bajillion years ago like Get i don't think you out. know who she is but um oh okay uh she's like in a lot of random stuff you know but um so she's in the passenger seat and then sleeping in the way, way back, like behind the seats by the windows um, is mom. And so she wakes up. Oh, right. Because we're in the movie. This sorry. is the movie. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Malin Ackerman. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like uh, Kurt is, I don't know if you want me to call them by their character name or person name. It's hard to just, there's so many. Um uh, I, I don't have an opinion at this point. So you do whatever comes out of your mouth. So Kurt is, um, so everyone in the movie, in the movie is very characterized. So Kurt right. is like sex crazed, douchey guy, but kind of like thinks he's real funny, but like, because it's over the top in like this movie, it's like ridiculous, you know, everything he does. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mom is like the shy, really sweet girl. And, um, Tina is like ridiculously ditzy and probably slutty, you know? Um, So it's like the eighties horror movie stereotype. So we are watching an eighties horror movie. Got it. Basically based on Friday the 13th. (laughs) Okay. So Kurt is like someone wakes sleeping beauty. And so like mom wakes up and he looks through in the rearview mirror and in the movie theater, Chris kind of like checks on Max because her mom, you know, just showed up on screen and because he's a fucking gem. I know. And I'm fucking loving Chris. I'm I'm loving him. He's a sweetie. Yeah. So mom now in the movie starts telling the story of Billy Murphy, who is our Jason. Okay. We do a flashback 
and it's black and white now and it says summer of 1957 and um she talks about how the counselors hated him and the other kids bullied him and in the flashback the kids kind of start like pushing him and then he hides in like an outhouse and the counselors come out and they light like a little like string of firework kind of thing and like throw it in the outhouse okay and now mom is in like the bedroom of of, like a cabin you know um and she's on a bed it's not like one of those bunk beddy things like she has her own like full bed or whatever and she's like in there and she's like spraying perfume and like gonna light some candles trying to get fucked okay in the theater we have like a close-up of a guy lighting a cigarette and then back to the movie Kurt comes in a in. 2015 movie theater. There's someone lighting up a cigarette. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's not allowed. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Some people may be allergic. It Katrin's here with the rules. <laughs> I've got it's just, rules. I'm just saying My it's not name allowed. is Katrin. We know which character Katrin is. I'm just saying it's not allowed. That's all I'm saying. Fucking rulesy McJudy over here. <laughs> Rulesy McJudy. Hello. Rulesy McJudy, I am. So back to the movie, Kurt comes in the bedroom and he's shirtless um, to be like, hey, mom. And he has like a tattoo on his uh, arm and it's like cherries. Oh. And she's like, what's your tattoo? And he's like, oh, I I got it in juvie, you know, uh, because I'm a cherry thief. And she's like, neat. (laughs) <laughs> and like Ugh. everyone in the theater laughs because it's just fucking ridiculous ridiculous oh god what were the 80s what were they and so in the theater um rulesy mcjudy uh now we have a guy who opens up a whiskey bottle and starts drinking it don't know also, if that's allowed okay. also not allowed but here's why i have less of an issue with it I can fucking smell your smoke and get fucking cancer from your smoke. If you're getting fucking wasted in your own goddamn Diet Coke cup, that's on you, okay? But don't let your rule-breaking fucking infect my lungs, okay? Thank you, rule dudes. So (laughs) he drinks it straight out the bottle, passes it to his friend, but they drop it. And obviously it's like a... You know how movie theaters like go slightly downward. What are those movie movie theaters? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're uh, they're raked. Raked is the word I was looking for. She's got, you, got rules. She's got words. Her name is Rosie <laughs> McJudy. So middle name vocabulary. Yeah, that's Rosie V McJudy to you. <laughs> so. The bottle of liquor starts to roll down the raked floor. Oh, dear. So it spills like all and it's spilling the whole way all the way through the theater and it goes all the way up to like the front and hits the wall where there's like red curtains, you know, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the movie. He's like Kurt's like getting on mom and like in bed a little bit, but then he's gone. I know what that means. Back to the theater. The guy is smoking and it's like a slow-mo close-up of like the ash falling off the cigarette. Back Mm -hmm. to the movie. Mom is like, Kurt? 
her back to the theater, Max is like, I'm going to go get some air. And she gets up out of her seat. Ash falling. Max walking. Mom screaming. Ash falls, hits the liquor spill, lights it on fire, goes all the way through the spill, all the way up to the curtains. The whole fucking theater goes up in flames. This is why you follow the rules. <laughs> Rulesy B. McJudy. <laughs> so she oh and it's like there's curtains all around so it actually is like lighting up the emergency exits sure sure so everyone like gets up and starts running to the back doors and and max runs forward towards her friends and she like hits a person on the way and a machete falls onto the ground that they had what Oh, my God. Rulesy McJudy over here. Good God. Also not allowed in a Let movie theater. the people have their fun. <laughs> their machete like when, fun. It's like when people go to watch. This felt like when people go to watch The Room. Sure. Like, you're not but, really going to watch a movie. You're going, like, you bring props. They throw spoons at the, um, the screen. This, that's what it feels like. Kim, at no point... Do cigarettes and whiskey fall into that? And also, you can get a fake machete. Come I think on. Whiskey definitely falls into that. Excuse me. You know what? I'm out. Rules EV <laughs> McJudy. Um, <laughs> she, uh, okay, hits a person, the machete falls on the ground, gets back to her friends, and Chris is like, the exits are blocked. Question number one, what do you do? What do they do? So the, so uh, I'm in the theater. The emergency exits that are by the screen are blocked are with fire. fire. And okay. then, so everyone's running towards the back doors. But running we're pretty close the- to the front. So the emergency exits are blocked by the fire. Yes. The exits at the top of the theater uh, where you enter, yes. what's the deal with those? I think that they're open. Like, literally everyone is rushing towards those right now. So it's a bottleneck situation. Yes. Okay. Uh, but you're very, I myself am very close to the front where the fire is. The fire is everywhere. Okay. The uh, fire is not s- near you. It's, s- or I mean, like, or specifically near you. It's just, it's the whole fucking place is up in flames. All right, so what I'm going to do then and encourage my friends to come with me uh, is we're going to run over the seats. So we're going to, like, avoid the aisles where it's bottlenecking and sort of leap over the seats to get to the doors at the the top. Um, What does she do? Does she... pick up the machete for some reason I'm gonna pick up that machete I'm not quite sure what she's gonna do with it uh so she picks up the machete and then maybe she tries to like bust down the exit doors okay the end I'm gonna say that's two half points okay um she does pick up the machete and she says to Duncan, is there an exit behind the screen? And he says, Ooh. yes. Nice, 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 nice. Good one. 
So they run up to the screen. And in this moment of the movie, mom is like screaming because Billy's right in front of her. So Billy lifts the machete in the movie. And right as he swings down, Max cuts through the screen. Nice filmmaking filmmakers. Yes. And then they all run through the screen. Fade to white. Okay. Now we open with a close-up of Max's eyes opening and like birds are chirping and she's kind of looking up at trees. She's like outside, like in the woods and she wakes up and then Chris is there and he's like, where are we? Did the theater burn down? And then Vicky is there maybe and Duncan McShakespeare okay, are all there and they're kind of like in some trees and um there's a road where they are and someone is coming down the road like a car and then they see it's a yellow vw bus and it's playing hey mickey you're so fine you're so fine you blow my mind hey mickey hey mickey and the bus stops in front of them and tina is in the front seat along with douchey kurt and tina says hey do you know way that do you know the way to camp and they all just donkey face stare in shock and don't reply. So Me too. Tina and Kurt are just like, uh, okay. And they drive off. I'm pretty donkey faced as well. Right? So they're all freaking out and they're like, are we in a dream? Is this a psychotic episode? Like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Title card, 92 minutes later. They're walking now and... Maybe Gertie is like, maybe we're dead. Um, maybe this is heaven. And Vicky's like, no, because Max is here and she's Jewish. Jish. Jewish. Jewish-ish. Jewish-ish. She's Jewish-ish. I think she's full Jewish. So no heaven. <laughs> right. And then a VW bus comes down the road, yellow, playing, hey, Mickey, you're so fine. Uh-huh. And stops. And Tina asks the way to camp. And so Chris just like points in the direction they're going like, yeah, just keep going that way. So the car drives off and then they're like, okay, I mean, we're not dead. We're just fucking insane. Like what? Yeah. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I feel very stressed. I don't know where I'm supposed to be. Like if you ask me a question right now, I'm going to panic. And Duncan is like, no, we're not insane, but I don't think we're in the Valley anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So at that moment, he starts his watch timer. Duncan McShakespeare does. And then title card, another 92 minutes later. At this point, they're like sitting on a log on the side of the road, just fucking like tired. Like Max is like trying to get cell service. Like anyone have service? No. Um, And then Duncan is looking at his watch and, and he's like, five, four, three, two. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You love my mind. Hey, Mickey. The VW bus drives up. Stops. 92 minutes is the same length as like an 80s horror movie. Ooh. Good one. Yeah. I didn't uh, know the significance of that number. I, I just, 92 minutes is about what I'm looking for when I'm looking for movies to do. <laughs> I wonder if that's what it's about. I'm going to, I'll postmortem it. Okay, that cool. sounds That sounds right, I guess. Rules. I guess I'm a fucking genius. VG Mc... Judy over here. Rulesy V. McJudy is uh, a genius. Goodbye. So asks for the way to camp. 
question number two, what do you do? What do they do? Um, we're clearly not getting anywhere on this road. So I think hand in hand, we're all going to ask for a ride and jump in the van. Yeah. Yeah. So Duncan McShakespeare is like, yeah, we're going there too. We're um, new counselors. Can you give us a ride? And all of his friends are like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, do we have a choice? I mean, we're kind of stuck. Exactly. So they all get in the van. So now we're riding in the van and Tina up front is like very dumb and very peppy. Like, And Tina is acting class. Acting class. Yeah. Okay. And um, Kurt is driving, Douchey McKurt, and he's like making fun of their clothes kind of. Okay. Being like. Do you guys uh, not do laundry or something? Because they're wearing like current clothes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like one of the girls is like, says the guy in a crop top. <laughs> that is so. What? Uh, so this is 2015. So like, what was one per one girl's outfit? Do you like, remember? Gertie is like very hipster. Okay. You know, Vicky's a little more like um, uh, posh. Okay, but yeah, hipster to 80s kids would look like grandpa clothes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's wearing, yeah, a crop t-shirt. So. Yeah. Yeah. No one's doing great on the fashion no, front. No. Um, he's just <laughs> like, ew, gross clothes. <laughs> What's yeah. going on, guys? And then Duncan is like mouthing like the line, like the things that the kids are saying, the movie kids are saying, because he knows the movie so well. So he's like, Tina, what did you bring? And she's like, oh, pack the basics, bikini, mouthwash, diaphragm. And so he's like saying it with her basically because he knows the whole fucking thing. Okay. Okay. What, where am I? All right. All right. And so Kurt's like, we're here. Someone wake up sleeping beauty. Oh, so no. That moment. So the way that it's so it's the. Basically, like all of our kids, today's kids are like sitting in like the middle bench and Max is actually sitting on the floor kind of in front of them. Yeah. And so she's sitting like on the ground and then mom, Malin Ackerman in the way, way back starts to wake up and she does. And then Max has like a slow turn back with like tears in her eyes. Oh my God. Mom is just so sweet and adorable. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm Nancy. And then she sees that Max is like a little upset. So she's like, is it your first time away from home? It's okay. I know it's hard to be away from your parents. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) Ow. Oh, God. And then (sighs) Tina like fucking sticks her head out the window and she's like, best summer ever. And they drive through the sign. It's Camp Blue Finch. Blue like Finch. Blue Finch. And it's the sign up top and then it's like on the poles are kind of like totem poles. Mm-hmm. And then across screen, though, it says Camp Bloodbath. It's like the title right, right, part right. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So everyone gets out of the van and they're all excited. There's music playing. And um, Blake. Oh, Boink. Boink. <laughs> Boink. I was like, what was his name? 
<laughs> his name's Boink. That's what you said. Very Boink, clearly. who um, is wearing like one dangly earring and like suspenders that have lots of pins all over it. Oh, ma'am. Ma'am. And he, uh, him and Nancy have like an interaction that like we've like seen in the movie before, basically. Mm -hmm. Like they stop each other and he's like, oh, cool guitar. And she's like, cool, whatever. And they're like, you know. And so Duncan McShakespeare is like, okay, so we're in the movie. Okay. Okay. So we're in the movie. Got it. And now they're like, okay, how do we get out? But Duncan's like, it's 1986. Like, our houses probably don't even exist yet. Like, we don't exist yet. Right. And now that girl that we had seen, like, making out in the woods, she starts, like, walking by. And she's like, I'm going to go pick strawberries if anyone wants to come. And, like, Douchey McCurt, like, makes, like, some boob joke or whatever. Like, <laughs> and I'm sure it was really funny. Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um Adam Devine is great in it. You know what I mean? It's like of the course. whole fucking. Yes, yes, yes. It's the, it's a. It's a whole circle jerk. It's a circle of jerk of humor. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Circle <laughs> jerk of humor is exactly <laughs> what is going on in this movie. <laughs> One giant circle jerk of humor. So. Yep. They're talking about like, oh, she's the one that hooks up with the hiker in the woods and then gets killed. And Duncan is like, okay, yeah, so we're right on track. He's like, because, yeah, everyone who has sex in this movie dies. Okay. And then we see Mom and Douchey McCurt flirting. Uh So Vicky is like, okay, um, why don't we just, like, take the van and bail? So she goes to ask Kurt, Douchey McCurt, for the keys, and he's just being a silly, silly douche and... And Duncan McShakespeare is just enjoying the hell out of it. Like at right. one point, he's like, just, just lay it on me. Like, like just, just give me one of your liners. And he's like, okay, go suck a turd. And Good Duncan moment. McShakespeare is just like, ha, the writing is so bad. <laughs> it would be like if I found myself like at Hogwarts in a movie. I'd just be like, no, 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 I'm good here. Like, I'm fine here. Yeah, I don't need to yeah. get out of this. Like, it's yeah. just a very self-aware circle jerk of humor. Yes. Yes. Well, aren't all circle jerks aware? Are they? I feel like they are. Circle jerks feel very ethereal and sort of Buddhist to me. Just sort of like a really like elevated, heightened sense of circle pleasure. Rulesy V. McJudy and I have been in two different kinds of circle jerks. I think. <laughs> So <laughs> Douchey Kurt now like throws the keys in the woods and he's like, go find him and the van is yours. So the kids, like half the kids go into the woods. Mom, though, is by the little punchy board thing and is like hanging up flyers or something like that. So like Max goes over to her and she's just like, I can't believe it's you. Oh, God. And mom is like talking to her like a new friend and she's like, talking about how she's going to maybe, like, do it later with Kurt. Oh, please, Mom, don't talk about that. Because she's a virgin. And so Max is, like, trying to convince her not to do it. And she's like, what do you mean? It's not that bad. She's like, Tina did it twice today, and she's totally normal. Cut to, like, hot Chris, like, standing by the bus, and, like, Tina has on headphones, and she's, like, dancing like a maniac, like, humping him, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And... 
So mom is saying to Max, she's like, you know, I told myself that I would lose my virginity and get drunk this summer. Not necessarily in that order. You little sweet baby. And so Chris comes over and he's like, "Uh, hello, help me, please. Uh, We need to go. (laughs) So now Chris and Max go into the woods to help everyone else. One thing about this movie that I really loved is like the color is so saturated in a really cool way. What like a great way to describe it. Guy looks awesome a lot. And so now like when they're in the woods, they're like in some greenery, but like the flowers are so Vibrant. colorful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just really interesting and really well done. I love that. And I love it. So the movie counselors are now talking about the new kids and <laughs> So, like, Max is, you know, her hair is just, like, long and straight kind of thing, you know? Yes. Um, Like, they're just talking about them being, like, gosh, her hair's so flat. Like, like it's confusing, you know? Oh, because it's the 80s. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And um, Boink kind of likes um, Maybe's hair, though, because it's all, like, big and curly. Um, And then Mom has, like, a clipboard, and she's, like, it's just, like, they're not on the roster. Like, where did they come from? Oh. So they're confused. And so our kids are all looking through the woods and the uh, peek over a log. Oh, there's a log laying down and they um, all are sitting behind it and like peek over and they see the strawberry girl. Okay. And they're like, some of them are like, we should warn her, you know, like she's going to die. And Duncan's like, no, I feel like it's like, you know, watching animals on the nature channel. So hiker guy comes and Duncan's like watching and like mouthing the lines with them and they start kissing and then everyone hears, or at least our kids hear. (laughs) Oh, wow. So they're hearing the actual like soundtrack Soundtrack. of the movie. Okay. And they're like, Billy's coming. And so maybe Gertie's like, let's get out of here. And Duncan's like, no, stay. Billy's there. The people making out. Um, are making out and then the girl turns away to like take her shirt off but her back is turned Billy grabs the guy by his face picks and like breaks his neck ah and she turns around she said oh I didn't write it down but she said like where's the where's the beef when she turned around where's the Beef? Like that like 80s saying? Yes, that was like a commercial. commercial but what was yeah. she trying to convey? What emotion was she trying know. to convey with where's the beef? Did she funny. see him just be neck broke? No, no, no. Her back was turned. So she's like taking her shirt off and then she's like, where's the beef? Oh, honey, honey. And at that moment, Billy comes up behind her, grabs her, lifts her by the neck and then throws her into the air across the the woods and she lands right in front of the log where they're all sitting and watching and so billy sees them ah shit question number three what do you do what does duncan mcshakespeare do duncan knows the movie uh Wow, this world is very confusing to me. (laughs) Okay. 
Duncan knows the movie. So I feel like the instinct of everyone is going to be to run, but that will somehow like mess up the movie. So maybe uh, Duncan McShakespeare is like, don't move. Like, don't move. He, we're in the movie. Don't move. Okay. Um, I think me, I'm gonna, Ooh, do I still, no, I don't have it. That was in my, in the dream past the machete. Mm, No hand in hand. I think I'm going to, the movie appears to be playing out the way it's supposed to be playing out. So that's what I'm going to do. Wending. Okay. They are all like, run. And they kind of like start to get up and run away. And Duncan's like, wait, it's okay. He won't hurt us. Like he could have killed me by now. I think it's because we're not actually part of the movie. So he like doesn't know what to do with us. And like they've, the, everyone else has like run a bit away, but they're like, he's now standing, he's still standing directly at the log though. Um, but they're, conversing and he's like you know I bet like the blood isn't even real it's probably just like corn syrup and so he like bends over the log and like tastes her blood and he's like ah no oh that's that's real blood that's blood. oh yeah 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 oh 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 okay but he's like it's okay everything is on schedule um to leave we probably just have to wait until the movie's over and they're like so when the fuck is that right and he's like right, well right, right. Movies like this end when the final girl kills the main bad guy and the credits roll. And then then he does like an entire and he's like, and the end scene of this one is fucking awesome. And he does like an entire imitation of it where he's like, like, and then she punches to the face and like chops her head up. It's a whole thing. (laughs) I bet he was great at that. It was great. Yeah. So he's very Jamie Kennedy in Scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, so Paula arrives soon. She's the final girl. So we need to stick with her. Okay. And he's like, okay, well, selfie time. And he holds out his phone and Billy Jason is like behind him. And so Billy starts to like come closer. And so Duncan McShakespeare gets a little scared and turns and looks at him. And they have like a bit of a stare down where they just like look at each other right and then billy yeah. walks away oh okay. and he's like deep Ooh. breath Ooh. yeah Me and he too. turns back and looks at them and he's like Whoop, i almost pissed my pants and then <laughs> maybe gertie who's like his sister is like you did and then he looks down and he's like what uh, no i didn't machete to no. the side flies no. through the air Cuts him in his side, sticks in the side. He falls down dead. Thomas Middleditch McShakespeare, Duncan. Yeah. Oh, no. Shoot. So. Okay. What well, did I learn? Some information. Talk. Yes. Um. Oh, I want to describe um. Billy Jason to you. So his. Oh mask- my fucking god, Kim! Do you know what the very next question out of my mouth was? What does he look like? Yeah. You're literally. <laughs> Have the same brain. Good. Okay. What well, does he look like? What's he wearing? I'll let all me that tell shit? you. So he honestly, like, clothing-wise, looks exactly like how you would picture 
Jason to be and holds the machete. His mask, though, I would say actually to me resembles a little bit more what like a totem would look like. So I wonder if ah. it's because of the totem pole thing, but it's all brown, but it looks like just like a carved carving. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, so that's kind of his deal. So now the rest of the kids run back to camp, but they get to the road and they just start running down the road, like away. Right. And when they get to the road though, um, Boink is there and he's like, wait, you're going to miss the slumber party. And then right next to him is Tina. And she's like, oh, you came back. Yay. And it's them running out of the woods again. And he's like, and so they keep running and he's like, wait, you're going to miss the slumber party. And then her saying, oh, you came back. Yay. And it's them running out of the woods again. And so oh, they keep trying different fuck. directions, but it's just looping over and over and over again. Like they just wow. keep coming back. So some sort of purgatory, like what I'm in. Yes. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. So you're cool. really going to get this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really doing great in my actual life. I was thinking about our purgatory talks in the shower Mm -hmm. the other day. And I was like, remember a few years ago when we took that how much of a narcissist quiz are you? Uh Uh-huh. From Dr. Drew. And I was was pretty high. (laughs) Feels like that. Because it's your purgatory and everyone else is just in it. Eric said something similar (laughs) to me today. (laughs) It's, uh, listen, here's the thing. I'm not even going to, I don't even have the energy to disagree. I would love to be less of a narcissist. (laughs) It sounds like it would take up a lot less energy, honestly. I mean, Rules E.V. McJudy is a fucking narcissist. What can we say? She really is. She really is. Wow. You and my husband right on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so they finally stop running and they're like, okay, well, it's the movie. The movie won't let us leave. Right. Cut to the main cabin inside. There's like a kumbaya, kumbaya circle. Mom is like sitting there playing the guitar and they're singing, Michael, row your boat ashore. Hallelujah. And it's him. That wasn't bad. Thanks. I can only sing slightly well when I'm doing it as a joke. Right. If I'm attempting to sing well, it's. And and that's where it landed for me. Like it landed in humor slash. Wait a gosh darn minute. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Because it lets me go a really low register where I can feel like Mm -hmm. I can really pump it out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was so great. Or. Maybe Michael Rowe, your boater shore is just my song. Maybe that's just my tune. Well, let's make make sure we do that at the next karaoke night. <laughs> yes. It'll be a real crowd pleaser. My LP is dropping soon. Watch out. <laughs> so it's um basically this shot is done like you know in that 70s show how they're all sitting in a circle so the camera just goes around and looks at each of their faces. Yes. So it's basically all the movie counselors and then all of our kids real people all sitting together so it starts going through the movie counselors and they're all really into it within however their character is you know okay yeah um so it's very definitive to like who they are and it's 
hilarious. And then it starts getting to our kids and all of their faces are just like, what the fuck faces? Like, <laughs> like cringing of just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because everyone is just so into it. And so then they kind of start whispering amongst themselves about like, what can they do? And then we hear honk, honk. It's fucking Paula. Paula. She's a fucking badass. She like drives up in her black fucking Firebird. Looks like my old Camaro. Remember that? That I used to drive? Yeah, She fucking bitch. lights a cigarette. She like gets out with her fucking leather jacket on. She's fucking badass. She's and they're like, oh my gosh. Bitch. That's the final girl. Oh, okay. And they're like, okay, we need to like stay with her, but we also need to like keep Billy away from all of us. Right. Because like the moment a top comes off, Billy shows up. Okay. Good to know. I would have been killed first week of college. (laughs) 100%. I would have been killed the night before the first day So, um, where I somehow ended up at a frat party. Sure. Um, before school even started and I had friends. That was your, uh, superpower, honestly. It really was. So, um, question number four, what do they kind of like plan to do and what do you do? What's their plan? I am going to glue myself to Paula. I'm going to befriend Paula and I am going to be the ultimate cock block for Paula. I'm going to really cock block the shit. You know what? Fuck this. I'm going to be a universal cock block. I'm going to fucking Ruly McJudy everybody <laughs> at this camp. No sex. Let's just try and save a whole shit ton of people. That's what I'm going to try and do. What do they do? I think they just glue themselves to Paula. Oh. One ding-a-ling. Point for you. Oh. They are like, let's split up. We no. each stay on every on a, on a different person. Okay, okay. So they basically so they're do what you were saying. block everybody. Okay, got it. So Max is going to go with Mom. Um, Hot Chris is going to go with Douchey Kurt. Maybe Gertie is going with Boink. Okay. And Vicky is going with Tina. Ditsy Tina. Got it. Okay. So first we start with Chris and Kurt and they're like outside on like a uh, picnic bench. And Kurt's like looking at like a porno mag, you know, like, oh my God, babes, you know. And Chris is like, yeah, but look at the articles. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny and Kurt's just being a silly douche and then like says something and like Chris is like uh my dads are gay and Kurt's like gay guys don't have kids they're too busy going to discos and having sex with each other it's actually a pretty cool lifestyle (laughs) good for you Kurt Uh, way to be way to be ahead of your time bud yeah cut to boink who's like collecting firewood and maybe Gertie joins him and she has one pin on her little hipster outfit. Okay. And he's the one that has like just covered suspenders. All the pins. pins. Yeah. Like he's like Jennifer Aniston in fucking um Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but because it's cool. And cut now to Tina, who's like inside the cabin, and there's a uh, boom box, 
and she's trying to put an iPhone into the cassette player and is like confused <sighs> as fuck because she's like, how does this work? There's like no holes in it. And Are then we she- the oldest people that have ever lived? Are what? we ancient, ancient, old crone ladies? Like I, when we, I just us? No, I guess I just Not like close. I've met high schoolers that like didn't know what a cassette tape was uh, and that was uh, a tough day for me that you know does what? I'm not tough I'm yeah. not gonna go back there I don't want to go back there I don't want to relive it please continue so <laughs> I'll, I'll go on moving on um then she picks up the pill bottle and she like reads it she's like asks what Adderall is and Vicky's just like bad it's very bad like talks to her <laughs> like a dog basically like no no <laughs> Do not. Back to Chris and Kurt. And Chris is just like, man, all the girls at this camp are just so busted. And Kurt's like, no, they're slamming. I'm going to do all of them. (laughs) I'm going to do all of them. (laughs) But then he starts asking Chris, like, hey, like, what's up with you and Max? Are you like, like, sticks his tongue out really grossly? Sure. And fucking Chris, like, defends her, like, fucking pulls pulls Kurt's arm behind his back being like don't you even fucking think about it oh Chris you gem of a man inside so the main cabin is we have the main room which is where we sing our Michael Rose our boats ashore the rec room the rec room but this one happens to have stairs to the right once you go in and that's where that main bedroom is Okay, that's actually very similar to Friday the 13th, too. That oh, layout. That okay. layout's almost exactly the same. Okay, perfect. Um, yep. And then, like, it kind of goes back into other rooms, too, like yes. in the back. Cool. Yeah. Great. So, perfect. Inside the cabin, Paula is, like, spiking the punch because they're all getting ready sure. for the slumber party that's happening. Yeah. Paula's spiking the punch because she's our friend. And... Vicky is like, hey, uh, like, where do you um, keep the uh, chainsaws around here? (laughs) And Paul is just like, what do you need chainsaws for a slumber party for? You know, you got to be prepared. So Boink and Maybe are picking out firewood and he asks about like her brother, like, where'd he go? And she's like, "Uh, he's uh, napping somewhere. And then we hear like some twigs cracking like in the woods and she's like let's go time to go back not firewood <laughs> cut to mom in the bedroom sitting on the bed spraying perfume about to light some candles in a way that we've seen before yeah 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 no max walks into the cabin like downstairs and she hears So she's like, mom, she runs upstairs and she goes in and it's just mom in there right now. And, um, basically is saying that like Kurt, like, like mom is like, I mean, Kurt said that he likes me and she's like, he doesn't actually like you. Like they always say that, but they don't mean it. And then mom goes, God, you must think I'm a total zero. (laughs) God, ow, ow. This hurts a lot. Keep going. I know. I know. And so Max sits with her and she's like, you know, I just like wanted to feel grown up, like special. And Max says, you are special. And mom says, I'm the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. Like special to who? 
<laughs> That's oh exactly what Max says. <laughs> but in that moment, Kurt comes in with his shirt off and he's oh. like, hey, ladies, soak it in. <laughs> Kurt, mind you, Adam Devine, like, doesn't have like the he has like a dad bod basically so he's right. just like what's up chicks <laughs> in like some purple tidy whities um and so now chris comes in the cabin downstairs and he hears and he's like where's max and maybe gertie's like i don't know but did you hear that so chris runs upstairs to the bedroom and maybe Gertie is like kind of just like scared, like b- backing up, like in the cabin, you know, right in front of a window. We see Billy behind her outside through the window. <laughs> Upstairs, Chris goes in the bedroom and he's like, leave her alone. But then we hear a scream. And oh, so no. they all run downstairs. It's maybe Gertie screaming. And she's like, lock the windows, shut the curtains. He can see us. It's oh, no. Billy. And mom is like, Billy Murphy? That's just a legend. And Tina's like, I love legends. Black <laughs> ass, Bigfoot, Bon Jovi. <laughs> bon Jovi. <laughs> and so mom now starts to tell the tale. And even as she begins, all the movie kids just automatically kind of walk over to the circle spot of the cabin. You know, they okay. all just immediately sit down for her yeah. to like tell the tell tl- the tale. Yeah. The exposition of the movie. But the movie kids are standing, or I mean, our kids are standing up. And as she starts speaking, the ceiling kind of starts dripping. Everything around them starts like drippity droopeting all around. And they're like, what's happening what the fuck and like then wait, it, wait 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 something is dripping through or it's like a salvador dolly painting salvador dolly got it yeah like the 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 cabin itself starts to be like droopy got it okay and so then it slowly changes to black and white and our kids are standing outside the camp in black and white and Maybe Gertie is like, what? Why am I colorblind? Uh, am I having a stroke? What's going on? <laughs> and they're like, we're in the flashback. This sounds delightful. Is this on Netflix? Uh, don't think so. I don't oh, remember. Shoot. I, saw I was going to say we could do a Netflix party. Oh, this would be great for a Netflix party. Yeah. It's delightful. I love oh. it so much. So. Um, we're in the flashback, black and white. A car pulls up and it's playing lollipop, lollipop, hey, lollipop, and it says summer 1957, but they like step over it. Like it's like in where they are, like right. our kids do, you know? Right, 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 right. So normally yeah, it's yeah. on the screen, but it's like we're in the movie. So like we're stepping over little blocks that say summer of 1957. Oh my God, I love this. I love this. Why do we not know about this? I, I love don't it. know. I don't know why. I've just never heard of this. Yeah. So then we, but now we can like hear mom talking as if she's like a God basically telling the tale. So she says, um, so now, and they're watching. So Billy's now in the outhouse and they put the firecrackers in. And they watch it all happen. And she's talking now about how he got third degree burns all over his body. And he like had to go to the burn ward. 
And like while he was there, his fear was replaced by anger and his face would never be the same. So he made a mask to hide his scars and then his anger brewed. And so we, and like, it's different things. Like he's in the ward, but they're all there, like for every part of it, wherever it goes to. Right. And so he's making the mask and he returns to camp to exact his revenge. And then we're seeing him macheteing like a bunch of different kids in bed. And she Ah. says he killed eight counselors that night. One for every month he spent in the hospital. And, like, blood squirts on Maybe's face, like, as he's, like, chopping people. But this is, like, kid Billy. Sure, sure. And legend has it, Billy still lives in these woods, waiting to get revenge again and again. Sure. And now the black and white starts getting droopy, 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 Salvador Dali. And now Uh we're back to color. We're back inside the cabin. Maybe has, like, blood on her face, though. Oh, this world is really all topsy-turvy. I don't know where I am. It is. I feel topsy-turved. <laughs> topsy-turvy. <laughs> so the movie kids all like stare at her like so like, what the fuck? Why does she have, you know, like or what? She, who knows what they just saw that happened, you know? But they all stare yeah. like weirded out and they all run out the door scared. So Paula and Kurt get in the and car. And she's like covered in blood? Like it's like her face got splattered. Okay. It's like okay, her okay. whole cheek. Yeah. It's like. Got it. Okay. The So Paula and Kurt douche get in the car. The other three kind of like stop like outside. And Max is like, wait, you can't leave. Like none of us can leave. Like not until Billy's dead. Okay. Well, and like they literally can't leave. Like they tried to leave. And they can't. Yeah, but now the movie kids are trying to leave. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay, got it. So Paula starts speeding off, but Mac, and then Max is saying to the other ones, like, I'm trying to save you because you're my first friend here. Oh. Oh. I got to the car, like, speeding down the road. Duncan McShakespeare comes out of nowhere into the road in front of the car. And they're like, you're alive. Bam. The car hits him. What the fuck? I don't. Where am I? What are the rules? (laughs) What are the rules? And then the car slams into the totem pole. Ruly McJudy needs to know the rules so she can live by them. I don't know, ma'am. You're Ruly McJudy. You got to figure them out. This is your game. This is what you excel at. Okay. All right. So the car slammed into the totem pole. Kurt McDouche flew out of the front windshield and literally like lands on his face and his legs behind like flip over behind him like he's ow my back a goner ow ow and paula is screaming so they're all like paula don't move the car explodes great so she's so paula who we thought was our final girl is dead shoot okay vicky kind of freaks out and is just like they're not real none of this is real it's just a movie and, like, the movie kids are like, what? Like, 
And she's like, Paula was like the only one to kill Billy. Like now we're screwed. So cut to like everyone that's left now in the cabin. And like our kids are basically like explaining that this is a horror movie. Okay. And we are in it. And they are characters in it. And the reason that Paula would have died is because there was like the added variable of, uh, of McShakespeare, like the, the events within the movie have been disrupted. Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, the the movie has definitely been disrupted. 100%. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And in the, and in the, in the if we were just watching the movie, Paula is alive. Paula's the, the final girl. Okay. She is okay. currently dead in our movie though. Okay. Got it. But this is where now the movie kids are becoming self-aware that they are in a movie. That they are also in a movie. Okay. Got it. And so it's um who's left? So the movie kids that are left are mom, Boink, and Tina. Okay. And then all of our kids are left except for Duncan McShakespeare. Duncan McShakespeare, who died a second time. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. So they're sitting in the Kumbaya circle talking about being in a horror movie. And Tina is like has oven mitts taped to her hands. And she's wearing a life jacket and like really high knee socks. And she's like, why am I wearing this? And they're like, well, you're scripted to do a strip tease at the slumber party. And once your top comes off, Billy comes. Uh, so they're putting more. <laughs> so they're like That's covering funny. her up and like taping her down. That's amazing. So Paul, they're like, now they're talking because they're like, okay, Paula is the only one that can kill him, but she's dead. So Vicky's like, okay, well, maybe we need to nominate like another final girl. And she's like, I mean... I'll do it. And Chris is like, um, you're not a, you're not a virgin. Oh. And Vicky's like, technically, I mean, whatever. Why does it matter? And maybe Gertie's like, it just does. And she's like, maybe Gertie's like, the only true virgin here is Max. Oh. Max is like, no, she's like, you are too, maybe Gertie. And maybe he's like, no, last summer. Remember that guy, Jerry? He was a demon. Toonie Town. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was so excited. <laughs> hey, he says, uh... remember that guy, Jerry? Weird mustache. Yeah. Well, Jerry, the Toonie Town also has a weird mustache. So you're, sure. you're really blurring the lines here. Right. Is it Jerry or is it not? So, and like Boink, Boink is here for it. He loves it. And so... Hot Chris is like, okay, we have to get Billy's machete because that's the only way to kill him. Duncan said that everything else just slows him down. Mm, Okay. So we have to get the machete to Max. She chops his head off and then we all go home. But Max has like not said a word through all of this basically. And she's like basically scared. Like she's like, no, I, I, I can't do this. Oh. Um, And then Vicky and Chris kind of bicker a little bit. And Chris is like, you can do this. And mom is like, I mean, I can do it. I'm, I'm a virgin too. And Mailing. Vicky is like, 
it's not in your DNA. Like you're the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. Like you get laid and you die. Like you're just part of the body count. No offense. Oh oh my gosh. So mom like runs off crying outside and sits in front of a tree. And so Max follows her. And they have a really sweet moment. (laughs) So mom is crying and she's like scared of dying. She's like, I'm never going to grow up or fall in love or have kids. And she's like, you know, I kind of had this dream that after college I would meet a guy and have a baby, a girl, and I would do anything for her. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I I have goosebumps. The ones that hurt. She said, I would have made a really great mom. And Max is like the best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And then uh, she's crying, and then I'm crying, and then, and then I'm, I'm crying. crying. So mom is like, this totally sucks. This is so bogus. And she just leans on Max's shoulder. And mom says, what do we do now? And Max says, we fight. Uh, it is bogus. So question number five, what is the plan? What is your plan? I who am I? The whole group. Okay. Uh Okay, so two virgins are better than one. Um I'm going to say that our plan, both of our plans is to arm me and Malin to sort of be final girls together. And uh, get us the machete and we're going to do that hand in hand. So how are you doing that? That would be the plan. I'm going to set a trap. We're going to do this together. We're going to set a trap where uh, somebody is going to take their top off. Okay. So it's going to look like a sex scene. And but there's going to be people like other characters like stationed, you know, Uh so that like right at the moment that like Billy's about to machete somebody, somebody else jumps out and tackles him with the element of surprise. Somebody else grabs the machete, gets it to Max and Malin, and then they kill him. That's what our plan is going to be. Yes. Double ding. So we go in the cabin. Chris pulls over like a chalkboard and he's like, all right, we need to go on the offense and we're going to have the slumber party, but with some tweaks, we're going to lure him ho- uh, here and at the, r- at the right time. <laughs> sure. I sure. Got, I wrote that down, but we're going to, they're going to lure him here. You, you, you got there eventually. I, I was with you. And he flips over the chalkboard and it says operation booby trap. <laughs> But bo- bo- booby, because it's uh-huh. boobs. And I get it. Tina is the bait. Sure, she's the boob. So now we start setting everything up. And it's, you know, a montage of, like, getting the arrows from the bow and arrow place and, like, sawing <laughs> shit and deer heads and bear traps and tampons, etc. What? 
you named too many things. All of those De- things. Deer heads are a weapon? Deer antlers. Deer antlers. Tampons? How are we using tampons? Let me tell you. Okay. So first we start with, it's a great plan. They do a great job. I'm very excited to hear. So we first start with um, our three girls. So uh, Max, maybe Gertie, and Vicky. And they're kind of by the lake or whatever, and they're cutting spears or something, like shaving spears out of wood. Okay. And Vicky's Whittling. Kind of, Excuse me, I meant whittling. I'm so sorry, Rosie. Rosie Vocabulary McJudy. Rosie comes at it again. <laughs> They're whittling spears. Yeah. Britney Spears. And here's Vicky- the thing I don't even mean to do it. I don't even mean to I fall into my Rosie McJudy. I know it's vocabulary. Just who you are, and I love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Vicky is kind of has her back to them and she's like low key crying. Mm-hmm. And they're like, are you crying? Because Vicky's like the bitch. Yeah. And she basically apologizes for something that she like did to maybe Gertie in junior high. And she's oh. like, I'm a bad person. And then oh. maybe Gertie's like, it's OK. I mean, I spread a rumor back about you like constantly being on your period or something like yeah. that. <laughs> stupid <laughs> so <laughs> she's like always on her period <laughs> what a dumb rumor <laughs> that's not even like an embarrassment that's something where it's like she should go to the doctor like she's always on her period like Ew, she should go to the doctor <laughs> so vicky now says she's like max i don't want to die i don't want to die without saying this to you um when your mom died, you cut me out of your life and I missed you and I missed our friendship. And then you two became best friends. And like, I think I just got jealous and I did bad things and I'm not proud of them. Oh, but she's like, I always looked up to you, Max, because you were always the brave one. So be brave again. popular kid is always in their own kind of pain yeah but don't be a bully so yeah but also it's true but it's true hurt people hurt people so then they have a little group hug and it's very cute yeah cute vocabulary cute (laughs) so (laughs) now we cut to back in the cabin tina's kind of like alone and she's like trying to take the um the tape off from around her mitts yeah and the girls come in and vicky's like no 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 no, not yet no sex no sex (laughs) and then um tina starts picking up the iphone again being like what is this and they're like it's a phone and she's like (laughs) sure okay hello operator um i'm on the phone because it's not plugged into anything okay (laughs) so stupid so i love it and um, Chris comes in and he's like, okay, we're like almost ready. And he has like some little sweet moment with Max, but I think they all kind of like venture to different places. And then Tina pulls out of her pocket, the bottle of Adderall. Oh, right. Cut now to another room kind of in the back 
Max and Mom are soaking arrows with, I assume, tampon cotton on the end in liquor. Okay. Having right. a little chat. So they're just doing business. And so here's their chat. Okay. So mom is like, your parents must be so worried. Like, you've been gone for so long. And Max says, well, I never knew my dad. And my mom, like, I think she kind of asks about her mom. And she's like, well, my mom was so beautiful and funny. She never knew how awesome she was. Oh, God. Oh, and God. Mom Nancy is like, how did she die? And she's like, how do you know? And she's like, you said was. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's okay. Like, you don't have to talk about it. And then she gives Max a friendship bracelet and puts it on her wrist. No. She's like, so you don't forget me. Nope. I have to leave. It's too owie. It, I, <laughs> buckle up, sister. I have to go. <laughs> and she says, I'm really going to miss you. And Max is like, maybe... Maybe you don't have to stay here. What if you don't die? Because you made it this far. Like, maybe if you just don't die, then you'll be around at the end when when we leave. And then you can come home with me to the valley. <sighs> and mom is like, what's the valley? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Max is like, you know, you can be whoever you want. Like, you don't have to just be the shy girl with the clipboard. And they start talking about all the things she can do. And like shopping on, and like, I think mom's like, yeah, I want to go to the mall. And Max is like, we don't really go to the mall anymore. Just shop online. She's like, what's online? And she's like, I don't even care. I want to, I want to go online. Like, I want to go online. And she's like, mom's just like excited. She's like, yeah, I want to start all over. And they have like a hug and it's sweet. And out the window, everyone else yells down and they're like, hey guys, um, we have a situation. What? So they all go to the main front cabin. Tina is tweaking out. Did you ever do Adderall? I didn't actually. I've always wanted to try it to see like, would I write a whole term paper or something in a night? Right, right. (laughs) Right now, (laughs) you have have some term papers brewing (laughs) in the back of your brain (laughs) that you just never got to write. What if I just started doing Adderall to take my notes for the movie? I'd be like, I'm on it. I got it. I got the whole movie done. I don't know. Or to like clean my house. People say you're just like, yeah, I clean my whole house in like a day and I felt so good. Ah." Sure. Give it a shot. Hey, what else the fuck do we have going on? I've I've only done blow. I don't know. I've never done that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always wanted to try it just to see how my brain would react. But um, never, the opportunity never fell upon me. I was, and I was really good at school anyway, so I didn't need it per se, but. I was really good at school anyway, so I didn't really need it. Okay, Rule Z, calm down. <laughs> also, you and I are very different. I love that you're like, what will my brain do on this drug? And I'm like, what will my brain do on this drug? <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. We I'm ask like, the same question, but yeah. in different ways. <laughs> different. The Venn diagram's different there. Yep, it is. So they're just like, did you um, eat my Tic Tacs? in that (laughs) bottle and she's like yeah like and she's just like fucking going nutso like she ate like all of them and (laughs) they're like oh no what are we gonna do and she's like no I got this I got this I don't worry guys I super got this (laughs) and Vicky's like I mean I guess she'll be more focused now at least sure 
So now we're all ready. Chris is at the front door and he's like, okay, totem pole, check. Stereo, check. Arrows, check. And he's like, let's unleash the beast. Sure. So mom is by the record player. She turns it on and it's like, she's my cherry pie. So Tina is just standing. So they like take all the shit off Tina and she's standing in the middle of the cabin and starts doing like a crazy tweaked out strip tease <laughs> just in front of the open door. Just fucking being a fucking nutso. I fucking love this movie through your eyeballs. I cannot <laughs> wait to use my own eyeballs. Highly recommend. And yeah. she finally gets down to just like a bikini top and shorts. And then she like holds the bottom of her bikini and she gears up and she's standing like right in front of just like the wide open door towards the outside. And then she lifts her top and we don't see <laughs> boobs, but we just oh, see her do it. Exactly. Good job. But I knew what happened. Yeah. So as she lifts her top, the fog outside through it comes Billy in the distance. Billy Burke. That's someone else. My bad. Billy <laughs> Crudup. Nope. Billy <laughs> Madison. <laughs> so Tina, though, is just standing there and she's starting to get freaked out because she sees him. And Chris is like, not yet, not yet. But she gets scared. She turns and runs back into the cabin. But Shoot. she trips the tripwire and then falls head first, face first into a bear trap. Tina, God damn it. So God now, damn it. Yeah. She didn't follow the rules of the plan. She ate she ate too many Tic Tacs. Yeah, too That's many what happens when you eat too many Tic Tacs, you end up with a face in the bear trap. Yep. That's what Ruly McJudy always says. What will happen to my brain on these drugs? <laughs> face in a bear trap. <laughs> yep. So now Billy comes in. Chris closes the door. Maybe Gertie and Boink are up the top of the steps and they cut a rope. So that way the totem pole swings down and hits directly into Billy. So he gets pushed back and the door they've hung up all the deer antlers. So he gets pushed back onto the deer antlers and is like hanging there now. Nice. And so Boink and maybe Gertie, like Boink is like, I love you. And then they kiss. Oh, they cute. did it. And then Boink goes down the stairs and like goes to get the machete out of Billy's hand. Billy lifts his head and then slices Boink. No, Boink. He falls down and dies. Boinky, Boinky. Boinky. Oh, no. Him and maybe Gertie had just found their love. So now everyone else runs towards like the back rooms. Billy gets down off the deers and now people start shooting fi on fire bow and a bow arrow bows at him. Arrows full of fire. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to, do you want to take that back? Okay. <laughs> you know I mean? Nope. It was perfect. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Fiery arrows. Got it. So they the start shooting with the tampon soaked in liquor liquor on the end of arrows they then lit on fire got it correct so now they shoot like 10 of them like into his chest and then run into the other room so now 
mom, Max, and Chris are running to the window. Like I think mom climbs out the window. Maybe Gertie and Vicky are sitting on the side of the room holding a rope, like waiting for Billy to come in. Okay. Because Billy is now still walking, but like the the arrows are still flaming. Like he just has right. a flaming so he's chest like now. On fire. Just his just the arrows, basically. Okay. Um, he's just got a flame chest. Great. So he comes in, and at that moment, Vicky and maybe Gertie like pull the rope, and there's a bucket up like on the ceiling connected to it, but it's stuck. It won't fall down. Okay. So because of that. Billy knocks over the bookshelf and it falls on top of the two of them. So Shoot! The bookshelf is on top of the two girls. Max and Chris are like at the window. So Max shoots another arrow at Billy. But at that point, Billy stabs maybe Gertie through the no. bookshelf, through the no. back. No. Chris and Max freak out. Vicky, who's stuck under there too with her, um, is like, it's okay. Just go. Question number six. You're Chris and Max. What do you do? What do they do? So, uh, Mommy Malin jumped out a window. She's already out the window. We're at the window. Like, we were all going out the window, but then the fucking rope messed up. Yeah. So, can I... Oh, oh, I see. So, it wasn't like she was being cowardly. She was doing part of the plan. Yeah. The plan is for everyone to go out the window. It was just okay. like they noticed before they got to go out, they noticed that this wasn't working. Okay. So they're literally like basically one leg out the window practically, you know. Okay. Uh, and it was under the bookshelf is maybe Gertie and she's dead. Well, Who's she's the other one stabbed. Is? She's stabbed. Dying. And Vicky. Okay. Bitchy Vicky. Bitchy Vicky. And then is Billy coming toward us? Yeah, but like okay. the bookshelf and the girls are kind of in between us. Okay, I'm going to do something. I am going to jump out the window and I'm going to run. But what I'm going to do is kind of make him chase me and then sort of backtrack my steps and have two of us keep going and one of us circle back around to lift the bookshelf off of Vicky and maybe Gertie um what do they do where's his machete right now in his hand he just sliced he just stabbed it through maybe Gertie and didn't leave it there okay he doesn't leave it anywhere yeah so I'm gonna say me uh Mama Malin and Max are going to keep running. We're going to send Chris to backtrack around to lift the bookshelf off of Vicky and maybe. Let's both do that together. That's two half points. Okay. So Chris and Max do climb out the window. Chris and Max. Got it. Okay. Um, but I would assume that Billy would stab both the girls. So coming back around to lift the bookshelf is pretty unnecessary. Oh, so what I'm, but what I'm saying is like, I, so he was still concerned with the bookshelf girls, not 
about getting us who were going out the window. Well, the bookshelf girls are in, in between you. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so he's concerned with all of the above, but all of the above. And it does make sense. Like I'm here. I'm at the bookshelf. I, I may, may as well, well stab like, these bitches. All, I may as well on stab my these way bitches to the window. window. Yeah. Got it. So they do, but like at, in the moment though, they're like, should we stay and help? But Vicky's like, it's okay. Just go. Yeah. And so Chris and Max climb out the window. Vicky holds maybe Gertie's hand. No. Who's like dying. And then Vicky pulls the rope and the bucket does fall. <gasps> I assume it's more liquor because it falls on flaming Billy's chest and then it explodes. Oh, thank God. So like the room explodes. So at that point, Chris, Max and mom are like um, kind of like the explosion is hitting them and it kind of gets into slow-mo and they're like, what happened? Because Why it's slow-mo. voices. That's fucking funny. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Also, I love that it was Vicky and Maybe who were rivals for Max's friendship. And then they... I, I love know, it. Girl. I know, girl. This is reminding me of Tucker and Dale versus Evelyn that it's like supposed to be like a cheeky yes. comedy. But then it ends up just like making me sob. Having hysterically. the most heart. Exactly. Yeah. Same. Which I think yeah. is why I love it. I also think it's very similar to what we want our horror movie to be. It's very similar to our horror movie. So this so is just our many style, cry laughs. It is. I think it really is. Yeah. So now though, they've like landed on the ground outside. Billy now fully on fire jumps out the window with the machete come on man and the three of them run into the woods billy chases them and the kids get to like kind of just like a tiny riverbed a little bit and they like jump but they end up jumping into it so they're like Mm -hmm. kind of stuck like they have to climb out but like he's right behind them Mm -hmm. question number seven this is very smart what do they do what do you do they're in a river. It's like a creek. Like creek. It's it may as well be a dry riverbed, but it's wet. Okay. 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 And he's still on fire. I think his fire seemed to have gone out by at this point. Fire seemed to have gone out. How can I use a dried up riverbed creek as my weapon? This is where I really this is one of those questions where I uh Wish I had my own eyeballs. So I'm realizing something about myself that when I do poorly on these questions, I get really down on myself, actually. Mm -hmm. And I realize it's because, like, I'm a visual learner. There are places where, like, my brain is not taking in enough information for me to make a good decision. Oh, yeah. That happens to me all the time. I know. I just, like, feel it makes me, like, I feel bad about it. Um, This is one of those moments where I'm like, I feel like if I could see it. This um, is very smart, and I wouldn't have ever guessed this. Um, but it's something that has happened in the movie already. Okay. So they're trying to get out of the riverbed. Did they collect those arrows? No. Okay. Mm, this isn't what they do, because it's not that smart. Um <laughs> 
Okay. I, yeah. I'm just trying to like not take a zero when I'm just like totally stumped. Totally. Um, so I'm, we're both going to like chuck river rocks at him. At his head. All three of us, actually. Three of us. We're all going to chuck river rocks at his head. If I can knock him out, I can grab his machete. Sure, I'll give you a point. I don't know. Oh, thanks. It's worth a try. Yeah. They are freaking out and they're like, flashback, flashback, flashback. Mom, tell us a story. Tell us a story. Hurry, hurry. So she starts telling the tale of Billy and the world starts getting droopy. Shut the fuck up. That's so fucking smart. So smart. I would have never guessed it either, but it was brilliant. Um, I would have given brilliant. you brilliant five points for that if you got it. But yeah, then they, it turns into black and white. But they're like back standing outside in front of the main cabin again. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we did it. And then they turn. Billy with adult Billy with the machete is like behind them. But then it's like, bam, the car, lollipop, lollipop, he comes, drives in and hits Billy. Shut the fuck up. That is so smart. (laughs) The machete flies out of his hand towards them. So Max grabs it. Yeah, she does. I have a machete now, bitch. Yeah. And so at this point, we start hearing mom's voice as like a god again telling the story. And- (laughs) and mom currently is like ugh is that's what I sound like and I was like been there been there (laughs) it still happens to me how many hours of my own voice have I listened to and at the beginning of every episode I have to listen to I'm like oh really really (laughs) it only happens to me with certain sounds now I've gotten I've just gotten used to it I guess but so we're playing we're kind of like going through the flashback again and um, little boy Billy, like, runs from the outhouse after they did the fireworks thing. And at this point, he runs into the woods, but they follow him. And okay. he runs to, like, an old building. And mom is like, I haven't been to this part of the camp before. I've, I've never seen that cabin before. And all of a sudden, adult Billy is right behind them. Okay. Without a machete, they have the machete. We have the machete now, yeah. Okay. Um, but question number eight, what do you do? What do they do? Can you give me a little map, like a bird's eye view of where everyone is standing? Um, and it's like kind of like we're just are. in the woods. In the and woods. And that cabin that we have never seen before is like in the distance. In the um, distance. And he's like just right behind us in the woods. Uh, how many couches? I, I don't. I don't know. To be honest, like it wasn't very clear because we're not, I wasn't seeing them in that view. Does that make sense? Yes, it it does. Uh, How about baby Billy? He went into that cabin. He went into the cabin. Which is like ahead, but like in the distance. Okay. I'm going to keep, the three of us are going to keep running into the cabin. And I am going to uh, run into the cabin, find baby Billy, and I'm going to scoop him up and give him a hug and be like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Like, I love you. You're safe. We'll make sure that 
you know, these people are punished. That wasn't okay. And I'm going to hope that like this time travel situation will carry over into adult Billy. Uh, I think what they do, he doesn't have a machete. Uh, he does pull out like another knife. He pulls a knife out of like his somewhere else. It's not a machete, but he has, he pulls out a knife that okay. he had like in his pants or something. Um, I think they're going to keep running into the cabin still, but they're not going to do the whole psychology thing that I was, the time travel psychology that I was trying to do. I think they're just going to run into the cabin and shut the door uh, and, and buy some time. Point for you. I love that idea. Thank Give you. Give him a hug. Yeah. Because then even then, even if like Big Billy comes in, they're going to see us like loving baby Billy. Yes. So like even if the psychology time travel wise doesn't transfer, they'll still be like an emotional transfer. They freak out and they're like, and the flashback and the flashback, like and the story. Hurry up. So then she's like, and then he's here to and it starts to be all droopy, 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 droopy. And so we're back to color again. But they have the machete now. They have the machete, but they're still stuck in like the um, riverbed thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, did we leave them there? Like, I don't know, but let's like move. So they start to try to climb out, but it's a little muddy. Um, okay. All of a sudden, bam, Billy's behind them, like in the riverbed. And he stabs Chris. Like, no! In the and then no. Max like goes to Chris and she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? So we are like kind of seeing them. And then we hear Max and we see that Billy is carrying mom away Shoot. into the Shoot. woods. Shoot. So Max starts to go and Chris stops her and he's like, she's gone. At this point, thunder and lightning start happening. Of Basically course. the rest of the movie, it doesn't start raining ever, but it's just like flashes of lightning and thunder over and over again like okay and so Chris and Max she's like helping him walk like go to like this chapel like out in the middle of this open field and it has like this is where the movie looks amazing for the rest of it it has like this cool like purple sky but again very saturated like all the colors are super saturated it's like nighttime but I don't know it's cool and so they like kind of walk up to the front of the chapel and sit Chris down. He's hurt pretty bad. Okay. And so Max is like, I'll be back. And Chris is like, your mom's supposed to die like the rest of them. And she's like, no, she lived this long. And he's like, she's not real. None of this is. And she's like, yes, she is. And he's like, but wait, like, I don't want to die alone. Max. Oh, Chris. Oh, God. I don't know what to do. Welp, question number nine. You better decide that. I don't know what to do. What do you do? What does Max do? Okay. I remember you saying to me, oh God, am I about to start crying? I feel a little frog in my throat. I remember at the beginning where you said, three years later and she was like taking a shower and it felt like it was just very numb. So she hasn't properly mourned her mom and there's no like celebration of who her mom was. She's still in the mourning process. So maybe 
this is the time where not only does she get to kill Billy, she also gets to move on, move forward by like almost letting her mom go in a way. So I think she's going to stay with Chris and sort of be like, this this is who I can save. I can't bring my mom back. Um, I don't know. I like this spiritual journey for Max. So I'm going to say let's do it hand in hand. This is the best chance of survival. Is to like try to get Chris to be is it the best chance of survival you know what I can't I can't do this all day just yes that's what we're doing it's my emotional journey I'll give a point for you because I think that that is probably a way to stay alive um she says to him you're not gonna die nobody else is dying tonight I know exactly where he's taken her okay do I know where he's taken her and it's somewhere in my brain bucket that I can't find? You should. Oh, great. I was cool. going to ask this question, but I thought it would be too easy. Great. No, he took her to the shack. So she leaves. She goes to the woods with machete to that old cabin. To the shack. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> to the shack. A cabin. I knew it. <laughs> It's a cabin. So I I knew it, the cabin shack. Uh she finds a lantern somehow where I don't know. Um <laughs> goes in. It's very dark. So she has a little lantern and now it's like thunder lightning flashes and like the inside is very red, but very dark. Okay. Very creepy. So she's like inside. Clearly it's been old and unused for a long time and it has like weird jars of shit fucking laying around. Yeah. And you know, things that you love and I hate. Weird jars of shit. I do. And she is walking through it and the lantern accidentally knocks one of the jars off the table and it starts to fall on the ground. And the last minute she catches it right before. Nice job, Max. Up ahead, a door slowly opens and she goes through to this back room. And then there's like lightning flash, dead body, flash, dead body, flash, mom tied up. In a chair, okay. kind of knocked out. Okay. So Max goes to her, kind of wakes her up, and then she starts untying her. Flash! Behind her in the doorway, Billy is standing there. Flash! Not there. Shit! That's too scary! <laughs> then Billy, right behind her. Max swings at him with the machete, but he throws her across the room. Then Mom swings at him with I don't know what the fuck he throws her across the room to the other side Billy picks up Max by the throat and so she drops the machete and then he stabs Max in the stomach with his knife no this isn't going where I thought (laughs) so then mom slices at him and he falls and falls and is knocked out, I guess. He's hurt. Um, so then she takes the machete and Max, and they walk back to the chapel. But Max is hurt. Okay. Bad. 
So now she like basically sits Max down next to fucking Chris. Chris. Both dying. Right. And Max now is like, I'm dying. Yeah. She says that to mom. Question number 10. You are now mom. What do you do? What does she do? To help Max. I am. The movie ends. The movie ends when the final girl kills Billy. Was that the language? Yes. Okay. So to w- the way to save Chris and Max is to get the movie to end. So I'm going to go back and basically sacrifice myself if that's what it takes to end Billy's life so the movie can be over so that hopefully that'll reset us in this weird timeline and I think we're both going to do that so what are you doing you're sacrificing yourself mainly basically like I'm not going to worry about trying to make Chris and Max okay because I need the movie to end so I'm going to go back to the cabin and kill Billy. You're going to kill Billy. I'm going to attempt to. Yeah. Okay. I think that that logic makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like, I don't, I, <clears throat> yeah. Let's get the, mo- let's, let's end the movie and then see what happens. Mom says, so Max is like, I'm dying, like, unwell. And mom says, no, I know how to fix it. You're not the final girl yet because of me. I'm still alive. Shit. So she kills herself. And Max is like, no, 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 no. I'm already dying. So you can survive. You be the final girl. Mm-hmm. And mom is like, no, that's not who I'm supposed to be. I'm the shy girl with the clipboard and the guitar. Oh, God damn it. Full body goosebumps up onto my face. And Max says, but you want to change that. And mom is like, let me do this. I'm not afraid. And Max is like crying now. She's like, but I wanted to save you. And mom says, you did. Just by letting me be here with you, I've never felt more real or more alive ever before. And mom says, or no, Max says, no, mom, you belong at home with me. You're Amanda Cartwright and you love Betty Davis eyes and Mel's diner and you wanted to be the biggest movie star and you had a daughter and you have a daughter and she's just fucking crying and she's like, and I'm not going back without you. I, I don't want to lose you again. And mom says, Max, I'm not lost. I'm right here. You'll always know where to find me, but you have to let me go. And she kisses her forehead and 
she says, bye, Max. And then she starts to walk out the door. And Max says to her, I love you. That's what I never got to tell her. And mom says, don't worry. Wherever she is, she knows. Oh, and you were right about one thing, you know. I'm a movie star. Kim, you're a real fucking bitch, okay? (laughs) And they have, like, a nice, like, cute little smile. And then mom slow walks out the door into the open field. And that is playing for like the rest of this. And this is like the coolest shot. It's like crazy wide view, like all the way across. And it's like the grass is so green. It's nighttime. It's like purple fog on top of it. And then like this red sky. She's now outside. Question 11. What does she do and what do you do? As mom. Um. <laughs> it was somewhere around this moment that I started laughing at myself about how much I was crying because I didn't expect it. I thought this was a hilarious, cheesy silly horror movie and I bawled I cried so many times in this movie (laughs) I can't explain this is episode 98 and we have done (laughs) so many movies where so many people die (laughs) so many horror movies that aren't even comedies like we're supposed to feel things (laughs) and Uh I am full like I'm crying so much that I feel like vulnerable on this episode because I feel like I've never cried this much. I <laughs> that's how I felt watching this because I, that's why I think I started laughing at myself because I was like, I'm so upset. Like, I'm literally I bawled. I, I and I watched it twice. I watched it first just for like enjoyment, and then another time taking full notes. Stopping and starting, and I still bawled. Still. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, episode ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, your mom. And I'm out in the field listening to Betty Davis eyes. Yep. And now uh, you're actually sacrificing yourself. <clears throat> but how? So, uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> oh, this would be cute. Let's do this together. Cause I think this is kind of funny. Uh, I'm going to stand out in the middle of the field and I'm going to take my top off. <laughs> Am I right? I love that. <laughs> I love that. This is my fate. 
episode 98, we are now verbalizing our favorite drama. Horror comedy that makes us sob. Yep. Horror comedy that makes us sob. Makes us sob. That is our favorite. We figured it out. (sighs) So she goes out into the field. She takes a little glance back at Max. And she starts unbuttoning her shirt slowly. (laughs) And then she opens it up. Shows her bra. But Betty Davis eyes is still playing. So she starts and looks back at Max. And Max can see right out the door at her. And she starts dancing and being cute. And like dancing towards like, you know, like being like dancing at her. Like Betty Davis eyes. And I'm crying so much. And at that moment, Billy's shadow shows up behind her. And she sees... And Max is watching, like, bawling her eyes out. And Mom is, like, looking right at Max. Billy's behind her. And she blows Max a kiss. And then Billy stabs her in the back. And she falls to the ground. Max falls to the ground. And the sky, the lightning just starts going crazy red. Like, and it's a close-up of Mom's eyes shutting. And then a close-up of Max's eyes opening opening and Max sits up she picks up the machete fucking whips it around in her hand like a fucking badass Chris is still vaguely alive and gives her a little head nod (laughs) vaguely alive (laughs) (laughs) and she fucking walks outside into the field and she says you just fucked with the wrong virgin And then she walks to him, and it's a fucking dual knife fight. He still has his knife, but she's the machete. One point, she jumps on him and is, like, on top of him on the ground. She swings the machete. He stops it, grabs it, throws her off him. So the machete drops out of her hand, and it's, like, on the ground in between them. So they both run for it. She gets it, but then he kicks her up into the air and she no! flies back and like slides down the ground but then like jumps up without even using her hands kind of yes, thing she you does. know and then he throws his knife at her and she like slow-mo matrix limbo slides underneath it oh. and then she slides into him and slices his gut and spins around and chops his head off I love this Exactly how I felt the entire <laughs> too. That's why I was so excited to tell it to you. Kedrin's bawling her eyes out. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I know. I feel you. I feel you. <sighs> so she stands there. She drops the machete. And in the distance above the trees, credits start to play up the sky, basically. Right. Chris walks out to her, hugs her, and they both watch the credits. And she's like, it's over. And then they stare at each other and kiss. Of course they do. (sighs) But now behind them... It turns completely blue 
and we kind of zoom out and they're standing in front of like a rated R screen. Yeah. Like the. Yeah. The, the, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. And they're like, what's happening? And then it kind of starts to be movie reel kind of movement starting going behind them. And it's like the it's kind of like moving fast and they're like, hold on, hold on. And it's like and goes all to white. Close up. Max's closed eyes slowly open and she has some cuts on her face and she's laying in a hospital bed. Chris is asleep in the bed next to her in the room and she kind of starts to hear some voices of people talking because she's like just waking up and she sits up and pulls the curtain next to her. Duncan McShakespeare, maybe Gertie and Vicky all in hospital gowns are like sitting there eating jello and they're like, Hey, you're awake. I did so bad on the dead or alive. I'm ah. so happy. <laughs> you did horrible. Maybe Gertie comes up and hugs her, and Max is like, Where are we? And Vicky says, We're home. And she's like, Was it like a dream or. And Duncan McShakespeare's like, nope, not at all. And he's like, remember? And he lifts up his gown and there's this gnarly scar on his side. The machete wound is like on his side. And he's like, honestly, I mean, I might be a little nervous about Tantus because that machete looked pretty rusty. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas McMiddle did Shakespeare. (laughs) But Max then looks down and sees that she's still wearing the friendship bracelet from mom. That her mom gave her. God damn it. And there's like a quick flashback of them laughing together in the car from like the very beginning. No. <sighs> they all get up and kind of poke their heads out into the hallway. And down one end, they see like a nurse and a doctor, like the only people down there. And they're like kind of flirty. Like the doctor is like starting to like unbutton her shirt a little bit. Right. And Duncan then goes, oh, my God, of course. And then we do quick flashes of things around the hospital and we see a can of tab, a Rubik's Cube, a gremlin doll. And Max is like, of course, what? They're in the sequel. (laughs) They look down the hallway the other way. Billy smashes through the glass door and Duncan says, the sequel And right in front of them is the sign of, like, Camp Bloodbath 2, Cruel Summer. Oh, man. So Max grabs the fucking pole that, like, hangs your little liquids from or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And she, like, flips it around. And Duncan's like, oh, it's so great. The sequel is so much cooler than the original. And then Max charges down the hallway like, ah, cut to black. (sighs) The... And God damn it. And then it actually at like the credits are full of just because there's so many like hilarious and like improv people in this. It's yeah. just like credits of them doing like funny outtakes, like of them doing the, the lines like 27 different ways. I like can't wait to watch this. It's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> it's why is this? Why did this movie not get an Oscar for all the things I don't know and so okay I'm gonna be very honest with you that I had already watched this I hadn't taken notes yet but I had watched it preview right before kind of we recorded the lighthouse last week okay 
And that's like why, you know what I mean? Like people would talk about the lighthouse in more of an Oscar worthy way or whatever. I haven't seen it yet. So there's that. But when I talked about how I don't care about the characters, like this is exactly what I mean, where I'm like this, when you look at it, it's cheesy and silly and ridiculous, but I gave so many fucks about everyone in it. And like the, and I know they use a lot of like tropes and callbacks and things like that, but I'm fucking here for it. Like I'm so here for it. I thought it was really creative. You're so right. It's very in alignment with like Tucker and Dale. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think, you know, um, I, it's like, I don't disagree with anything that you said about the lighthouse. Um, I was able to, I realized after, cause I thought about it, like after we talked about it and then after <clears throat> I like went back and listened to it, listened to us recording about it. I yeah. was like, it's so weird that like, I agree with everything Kim said like I too didn't come out of this with any sort of like mourning for either of these characters yeah I was watching it from a very sort of like what's gonna happen next perspective but I think at some point because I was watching it to take notes it actually removed me a little bit in a way that I was watching it as a character study so I was watching it from a different perspective than you and I normally uh, right, right, watch right. Movies where it was very much like this is an act. I mean, we even we I even pointed out like where it, the characters were doing Meisner. You right. know what I mean? Like, yes. So uh, that so I'm with you. This is my genre. I know. Yeah. So I it might just be like a taste thing. Like everyone likes their own thing. But like your react. This is why I was buzzing mate fucking yeah. buzzing to tell it to you because I knew how you would react because I knew you would have all the feels like I did like I can't I know I said this a th- five times already but I literally like I was just la- I was just sitting by myself watching this movie bawling my eyes out and laughing at myself at yeah. how much I was crying it was it's it was right, beautiful what am I, what it was my fucking points? beautiful chef's kiss Mwah. hi Sammy's so we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. How'd I do? So Terrible on the dead or alive. Real Kim Burns on the dead or alive. Yeah. You got four out of ten. Oh! Ouch. Really, Kim Burns that up. I really did. Uh, out of questions, out of 22, you got 14. Nah. So out of 32, 18 points. Not great. I really thought I did better on the questions. I thought you did too, but it was a lot of one points going on and on and on you know what I mean that's true like I did a good job but didn't guess what they did right yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah, yeah. that was a, yeah that happens to me a lot where I'm like well I shit the bed on the dead or alive and then I stay alive personally but I don't know what the fuck they're doing so yeah yeah uh the other thing about this movie is I would assume 
again, haven't seen the lighthouse, but from what you've told me and you're like, oh, the lighting and it's like the camera and everything, you know, I assume like the incredible making of it is great. Incredible. Incredible. But same can be said for this. Like I've, I haven't really seen that done much the way that they did the saturation of the color and like the, it was just, it's so creative and just the, and it looked great. Like it looked great too. So yeah. And wasn't, and wasn't, you know what I mean? Like wasn't just normal either. So yeah. no, the lighthouse is it. an art film. It is right, an art right, installation. Right, right. That's what it is. Uh, that makes sense. And, but yeah, I, I just, I just love a good cry. I just love a good care. I, I love you know a good what? care. Call me caresy McJudy. Yeah. Caresy McJudy. Oh, so we're related. Rosie McJudy and Casey McJudy. Cool, cool. Great. Uh, Yeah, I get it. Um, This was phenomenal. Thank you for sharing this with me, Kim. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. I was so excited. And thank you to our motherfucking patrons for picking it um, because I love it so much. You guys fucking nailed it. Um, Please feel free to join our Patreon. Um, We'll do our postmortems over there. We have lots of live things and like mini sods and stuff like that. Um, And you can vote on what movies we do and um please leave us a five-star review on itunes even if you don't listen on itunes but you have an iphone you could still leave a five-star review there yeah please follow us on all oh yeah please tell your friends uh you know we that's a big thing like our we're still you know a little baby podcast so we really rely on word of mouth so if you listen to us, tell people that you listen to us. Yeah, that would be great. Share on your social media and tag us at KK Sam Podcast. Woohoo! This, this has, has been, been episode 98. 90-fucking-8. Uh, this has been also Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive! alive. I think about Ghosted me. I'm done. done. <laughs>